My brothers and sisters in Christ, my name is Father Damien Ference, and if you missed it on the way into the church, my picture's on the door. Father Valachek put it there. And I'm going to be preaching a parish mission beginning tonight, continuing tomorrow, and uh, finishing up on Tuesday. So Father Valachek has asked me to preach all the Masses, which I'm very happy to do. And my homily will consist of three parts. It'll last about eight or nine minutes. Here are the parts. First, I'm going to tell you about myself. Second, I want to preach a little bit about today's gospel. And third, I want to tell you about the mission. Sound good? Okay, good. So, currently I teach at Borromeo Seminary. I am half the philosophy department there. And I have another job uh, as the director of human formation. But my vocation and my life goes all the way back to St. Wendelin Parish in Cleveland. The reason I'm telling you this is because people will often say, where are you from? And where did you go to church growing up? And where did you go to school? So I was baptized at St. Wendelin, First Communion at St. Wendelin. It was one of those parishes that closed and then was reopened. Slovak in tradition. My grandparents were Slovak immigrants. I went to Incarnate Word Academy, Holy Name High School, and was ordained out of St. Charles Borromeo Parish in Parma. My plan, who's our oldest server here? What is your name, young man, the one that's going to Walsh? Not you, Crookston, I know you. Chris, okay. Chris told me before Mass that he's planning to go to Walsh University in Canton and become a nurse. When I was Chris's age, senior year in high school at Holy Name, my plan was to go to Walsh University in Canton and become a theology teacher and play baseball. But I told Chris, I wound up going to the seminary and becoming a doctor of souls. So you never know, Chris. All right. That's called vocation work, by the way. So I did go to the seminary. If you're called, go. If you're not, don't. That's what I tell people. I went to the seminary in uh, the fall of 94, Borromeo for four years, and then on to St. Mary's Seminary, where our oldest server, Michael Crookston, one of my former students, is currently studying five years there. And in 2003, I was ordained a priest. Keep in mind, I'm from Parma. My dad was a construction worker in the local 17. He was an elevator mechanic. And my mom was a Catholic school teacher. And I wanted to go to a blue-collar working-class parish, but Bishop Pilla decided to send me to Hudson, Ohio, which is not Parma. And I was a little upset when I first got the assignment, but soon got over that, and I learned to be a priest there, and it was a wonderful, wonderful experience. And um, I like to tell people this. This is a very interesting statistic. This, this April, there will be a young man ordained a deacon, transitional deacon, named Dan Samiti. In May, his brother will be ordained a priest named Rich Samiti. Before those guys, five guys in five consecutive years were ordained priests, so this should be seven men in seven consecutive years from one parish in the diocese. It's pretty, pretty cool, huh? Yeah, it's good work. We don't have to clap, but it shows that it's possible it's very possible. So I have a great love for priesthood, obviously great love for the Catholic Church. And I think that was one of the reasons Bishop Lennon, after my four years were up in Hudson, sent me to Catholic U to get a degree in philosophy. And I've been at the seminary for the last nine years. Again, teaching philosophy and also doing something called human formation. And I want to explain that briefly, because you may wonder, what the heck is human formation? Well, up until 1992, John Paul II, well, the church would, would talk about three pillars of formation, spiritual, intellectual, pastoral. 
But in 1992, John Paul said, there's one thing we're missing and we need to add it and focus on it, and that is the human element. At the end of today's gospel, you heard Jesus saying human nature was nothing secret to him. Uh, so what I do is help the guys get in touch with their humanity so they can enter into their divinity. So I do a lot of talks on celibacy, chastity, things like manners, family, and even down to things like etiquette and hygiene. So a week ago, we reminded our guys that it's important to brush your teeth twice a day, floss, shower, use deodorant, all those things. And you may say, Father, come on, they should know. You're right. But college men tend to forget these things, and we don't want you to have stinky priests. We want you to have good priests with good etiquette, good manners, who are approachable. So that's part of formation. Okay, that's part one of the homily. Part two. We have this wonderful account today of Jesus entering into the temple area with a whip and cleaning house. And some people get really excited about this, and some people get very scared I think one of the best ways to think about today's gospel account is this. The temple area is what? The temple is where people go to worship. Who are we meant to worship? God and God alone. Because of our fallen nature, sometimes we tend to worship other things or other people. Maybe a particular relationship becomes more important to us than our relationship to God. Maybe money becomes more important to us than our relationship to God. Maybe our reputation becomes more important to us than our relationship to God. And when something else becomes more important than our relationship to God, it's got to go. And so Jesus makes this whip, which is his love, and he comes in and he wants to drive all those things out that keep us from loving God first so that we can love our neighbor, our spouses, our children, our friends, and yes, even our enemies well. But if God isn't first and foremost in our life, and our life is out of order, everything else is going to be out of order. So Jesus comes into the temple area with a whip, not because he hates us or hates people, but because he loves us and wants to purify our hearts so we could love him and neighbor well. Third point, the mission. It begins tonight. It will continue Monday and Tuesday night. I'm, I told the people in the uh, pews this last night. I'm not German, but I'm Slovak, and I'm pretty punctual. So we will start every night at 7 p.m. We will end by 8 p.m. It's only an hour of your time. We'll begin with a hymn, and then we're going to go right into the scriptures. I will have a music stand right down there with my Bible on it. I invite you to bring your Bible with you. Tomorrow, tonight we begin with understanding what and who God is. And I start there because there's a, a movement that's coming that is very anti-God and atheistic, and I want to make sure that you're equipped to combat it and understand who God is, not just in your heart, but also in your head. And then we'll move into this, the creation stories, understanding who God is as creator. Tomorrow night we'll get into sin. What is sin, and how did Jesus redeem us from it? If we don't understand what sin is, then what Jesus did on the cross will make no sense. So I want to put those two things together, again, based totally in Scripture and tradition. And then Tuesday night, we're going to finish with an understanding of what the sacraments are, which is how God continues to encounter us even today, and then how we're sent from this place on mission. So that it's not enough just to receive the Word and the Eucharist, 
but then to allow Christ to live in us. And what is it we do when we leave these doors for the rest of the week? Who should come to the mission? Well, if you consider yourself a serious Catholic, maybe your daily mass goer, have a really good prayer life, it's for you, for sure. If you make your Sunday obligation, you come here, pretty good man, pretty good woman in terms of faith, teenager, young adult, it's for you. If maybe you're in the church for first time, long time today, and you think, gosh, I think I want to get back into my faith life, it's for you. If you just stumbled in this church today and just wanted to check things out, you're not baptized, maybe you don't believe in God, and you're curious and wondering and seeking, it's for you. It's also for, my brothers and sisters, your family, your loved ones, maybe your grandchildren, your children, your neighbor, your friend, your spouse, who no longer practices the Catholic faith or doesn't come here regularly. The mission is a great time for evangelization. Oftentimes, if you want to introduce someone to the Catholic Church, the best place to start might not be the Mass because they might feel lost and not know what the heck they're doing. A good inn is a parish mission because three nights in a row they can come, they can bring their scriptures and listen in a way that's engaging and, and they can check things out maybe for the first time or the first time in a long time. Part of my goal of the mission is not just to preach to the choir and to strengthen you who are, who are already faithful, but to go out to the fringes and the margins and bring people here who haven't been here in a long time or maybe who have never even stepped in this church. That's your job as lady. Do the invite tonight. Bring a friend out. Bring an enemy out. Bring somebody out who's not been here so that we can maybe set their hearts on fire with the Lord. The final thing I ask is that you pray for me because anytime we do a parish mission, anytime we want to go deeper into our relationship with Christ and his church, the devil will be on the prowl and will try to trip us up. So I know he's going to try to trip me up. I ask for your prayers, but I also ask you to pray for each other as I will pray for you and the success of this mission. Know that if you plan to come out tonight, you may get a flat tire. Uh, you may get a call from someone saying, hey, want to hang out here with me instead? There'll be all sorts of temptations and reasons not to come to the mission. I ask you to faithfully fight through those. And if you're so called by our Lord to be here, be here and bring someone who hasn't been here in a while. I promise it'll be worth your while. Your job is to come here the first night and bring friends. My job is to keep your friends that you brought for nights two and three. So pray for me. I'll pray for you. And I'll see you at the mission. God bless you.